Hi, I'm Anas. And I'm Grace. We love the Wheel of Time fandom, and we love talking about why it's so special. Our mission is to give back to the fandom through projects that amplify the fun and camaraderie. I thought it was we make people cry. Mm, yeah, but in a good way. This, This is, is The Light's Work. work. Hello and welcome back to The Lights Work. This is Anas and as always, I have my very cinematic friend with me, Grace. What's up? Uh, not much. Yeah. Uh, I hadn't been to the movies in a long time until yesterday. And uh, we went with Jess and Daniel to see... <laughs> I keep wanting to call it Oppenheimer style, but it's just Oppenheimer. Uh, and it was good. You had to be there for Grace to break out into like the horse dance. <laughs> yeah. Like like the Oppenheimer style. Not to spoil the movie, but there is some horse riding. Yeah, the dance definitely matches the mood of that movie too, I feel. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. yeah. No, but it was really good. Um, very cinematic, yes. Very cinematic, yes. How are you doing? I'm doing well, I'm doing well. It's It's been pretty cold. We've had the snow squall warning. What is a squall anyway? Squall is uh, the main character from Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> squall Lionheart. Mm. He has a gun blade. And uh, yeah, he's pretty cool. Nerd. <laughs> uh, but yes, um, that's, that's, that's what I kept thinking today as the warning came up. A snow squall and I just... I just kept picturing a snowy squall. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what squall looks like, but I guess that's you need to, okay, what I'm, I'm, I'm sending think from you, now on. I'm sending you, so you, now, so you know what a squall is. <laughs> uh, and it's, I think, Leon heart, not lion heart, but that's what I, in my head, um, <laughs> keep calling him. He's got that furry jacket. A student at a military academy. Oh, he's got cool hair. He's got cool hair. Yes, his yeah. hair is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the classic brooding, brooding mm -hmm. main character yeah. look. Yeah. Is that a shard yeah. blade? <laughs> no, I told you it's, it's a gun blade. A, it's gun, a gun blade. blade. Yeah. Does it shoot bullets? A gun. Mm, so yeah, so that's one of the things when you when you're playing is turn based, right? So the you know you, the, your character goes and it strikes the Um, the enemy, and as they're striking and making the hit, you have to press a certain button, I think R1 or something, and at that time, you, you that's like pre uh, pulling the trigger too. So it's like you slash and pull the trigger. And I'm trying to remember his like like move. Like he has this really long, long, what, what is it called um, in, in Final Fantasy? The thing that you like limit, limit, What's it called? Limit? All I know is Moogles. That's all I know. Limit breaks. Limit breaks. So he's got the limit, a, a limit break. That's like huge. It's like a really long limit break. I don't know what that um, means. We have to watch this. It's called, I think it's called Lionheart. I think. Yeah. Squall's Lionheart limit, limit break. That's what it is. <laughs> so. Wow. Um, I have yeah, not okay. seen you nerd out this much about something. <laughs> Except for the Cosmere. How is that thing not dead? <laughs> <laughs> it was like 9,999 times. Like, <laughs> time like, I don't know how many times. <laughs> it's still alive. <laughs> still alive, yeah. At the end of that, yeah. I don't know. I feel like a snow squall does 9,999 damage to my car sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> a snow squall does more damage than squall, a lion squall. Leonhart. <laughs> Leonhart, yes. Um, but yeah, so that is that is what a squall is. If you didn't know, now you know. I feel so much smarter now. Thank you. I'm trying to think. I think Final Fantasy VIII is um, Brian the Gleeman's favorite one. I think it might be. I'm pretty sure it's eight, not nine and ten. Although a lot of people like nine. I think Zidane is in nine, right? 
He's the the main character for nine. Why are you asking me? I don't know any of this. And Titus, <laughs> and Titus or something is for ten. I always forget. Ten was yeah, Titus. Yeah, Titus. And I think FF nine main character was um, Zidane, or at least that's how I pronounce it. But my personal favorite is Final Fantasy Final Fantasy six, and the the main character for that is Terra. Terra. She's um, she's. The main protagonist, and Loki is the like the other, but even Terra isn't like the main main for FF six mm. or FF four for the original, you know, whatever, however you'd like to number your Final Fantasies, and obviously you know Final Fantasy seven, right? Cloud. Well, so Final Fantasy seven, my high school boyfriend that introduced me to Wheel of Time was obsessed with Final Fantasy seven. You know what's Cloud's second name? Strife. <laughs> I always thought it was funny, like cloud strife. Cloud strife. <laughs> like, just like cloud. Snow squall. <laughs> squall Leonhardt is better. I think it's called strife. It's just like you know, is 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 a person who like fights a lot. <laughs> His name is Scott, Cloud Strife. <laughs> Wait, what does strife mean? Am I strife? Like, it's not... like like um, you know, a lot of trauma. <laughs> difficulties yeah like l- challenges yeah, like a conflict. conflict conflict yes yeah. yeah yeah cloud had a lot of conflict mm-hmm. and strife yeah. yeah anyways anyways that was quite the uh tangent <laughs> that's quite the tangent yeah hey i'm sure there's final fantasy fans out there who who um who liked it i, I the, the last final fantasy game i actually probably played in its entirety was six eight seven i played but i wasn't really that into nine ten kind of and that's about it i don't think i played anything after that i played like the psp ones with the final fantasy 7 ones but nothing more um recently at all i like the turn-based strategy rpg element and you know the the chocobos or the moogles what moogles. do you know the moogles but not the chocobos well i know that i know what the chocobos are but I like the Moogles. I just like cute things. Cool. So, what are we doing tonight? I don't know. I've forgotten. <laughs> we are doing our book edition of The Light's Work. So, last week we did, uh, we reviewed the 16 um, episodes of the Wheel of Time show, the series, and... Um, we chose one moment, uh, both of us, um, from each episode. So we had 32 moments or more, actually. Yeah, I chose think you a chose a more. couple, like two yeah. a couple times. Yeah, so we chose a, a fair bit. Now we have 14 plus novella, 14 books in a novella to choose from. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I don't know, several million words <laughs> of the lights work to choose from. And we were like, last time we, when we were recording, I was like, nah, I don't think we can do this. And then we're doing it this week. But we did say we would crowdsource and we did. Yeah, we had help. We didn't have to go through all of the books and pick out things. We asked people to Oh, ship. you didn't? No. <laughs> can you read 14 <laughs> books in a novella in a week? <laughs> I mean, I do it after I listen to like all fifty-six episodes of the Lights Work because we, you know that's how you do mm-hmm. it. You for for each new one, yeah. you have to listen to all of them. Yeah. So once I'm done with that, yeah. then I read all of the books. Wow, that's um, <laughs> that is a like deep cut Lights Work reference right there. Like that was was that from our rereading episode? I think where we talked about re-listening. I'm not sure. I think so, seems yeah. like it would I be in so. that episode, but yeah, it was a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we and we didn't limit ourselves to like we had to pick one per book from each book. Yeah, yeah. I think we just it, anything goes. Uh, so we have lots of contributions from uh, people in the fandom, and then we also picked our own um, examples. Yeah. So let's start with our own. I think this. Okay. Cool. That's kind of how we do. But when we do crowdsourcing, right? We we we, ch- we share our own first. So what what did what did you choose, or five? I have two, <laughs> not five. 
Um, so I have, um, and this is going to be a full spoilers episode. Like it has to be. Full spoilers. Full spoilers. Uh, so the first one is uh, from Fires of Heaven. And that is when Egwene runs 50 laps with Avienda um, to meet their toe. And like Egwene doesn't have to do that. Like she's she doesn't at that point she's not really following GE Toe. And like no one would know if she didn't. But she does it anyway. And she, you know, accompanies Avienda on a very difficult, cold evening run. And I thought that that was the lights were in the flesh. Yeah, I think they're naked, but like, yeah, they're always. Yeah, naked. no, but like, <laughs> wait, yeah, <laughs> no, but like, is does she like need like is she is she not um, whatever punished or whatever I to do that or is it only Avienda? I think I think it's only Avienda. I forget what she or they did. Yeah, I should have looked that up. I just all I remember is that they ran together, and I love. Because I think I mean I, I feel like there's like an extra ness to it. Yeah. If Egwene didn't like even have to be there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like Egwene, um, like Egwene, um. I don't know if so she didn't have at fault. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's that she yeah. didn't have to, or like she didn't do anything to warrant it. But I think like she didn't really have to because like she was not an Aiel, basically. Right. Yeah, so I mean, I think she was extra in the sense that she didn't have to do this. And it sort of, it's from Egwene's POV. So it sort of shows her thinking of, of like, I don't really have to do this. So they run one lap and it says they ran on through the darkness with no one to see but Avienda. No one to say whether she went back to her tent right then and Avienda would not have told. But it never occurred to Egwene to stop short of 50. Yeah. So she cool. just did it without hesitation, because at that point she was already she was already on her way to having the heart of an Aiel. Is that what she has? She has a heart of an Aiel. Wow, you don't remember that scene that when Sora Leia is like, "You have the heart." Oh my god! I, like I said, the Aiel are fine. That's one of the best. Egwene is more than than just that. Yeah, but that's what makes her cool. Anyway, so that was <laughs> that was my first one. Do you want to do yours, and then I'll share my second. Sure. Uh, mine is, again, in, it's a, kind of an Egwene-related, you know. Uh, I feel like Egwene does a lot of really cool lights work things. Mm-hmm. But this is more um, a character that was strongly influenced by um, Egwene, and it's um, Sylviana. Mm. So uh, Sylviana was, you know, ma- mistress of the novices under Elida, um, kind of developed a close bond in a strange way with Egwene um, in was it in Knife of Dreams or The Gathering Storm or both I think Knife of Dreams and The Gathering Storm both um, that's kind of where, where that whole thing happens and um, basically um, it gets to the point where Elida has that showdown with Egwene and um, with the um, soup basically punish, <laughs> punishes Egwene and then Sylvana is like um, no this is like she basically stands up to Elida and like you know goes against where a lot of people didn't right like people were getting demoted from being Aes Sedai mm-hmm. to accept it like there's all this stuff going on and Sylviana actually was like no you know I I'm going to stand up here and um, uh, face you know face this I said I tend to not do that they, they, they tend to for the most part not be that straightforward <laughs> um, and not that this was straightforward but you know just she was like yeah she was almost I think um, executed um, for for that mm-hmm. and then was imprisoned and then basically um, when Egwene um, fights and wins against the Shanshan is reached to Armelin she's like no I need Sylviana and uh, makes her goes from imprisonment to second in command mm. so it was, it was really cool like you know mistress novices to imprisonment to you know kind of redemption uh yeah so i think that's i, I thought that was um kind of lights work kind of from Egwene too you know Egwene mm. recognizing the the goodness or the 
you know, the fact that she was also she was red, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean so, that was you know, the whole thing. It was like Egwene purposely made her yeah, yeah, her keeper. Well, I think more, for 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 more than one reason, but that was you know again yeah a, a strong reason yeah. So I thought that yeah. was really cool. Yeah, reciprocal lights work. Yes. So my second one, I I always like. Um, I mean, we talked about how like the lights work in the sense that we define it isn't really necessarily fighting against the dark. So I always like when there are fights happening and someone is not directly involved in the battle, but they're still doing something really important. So my example of this is from A Memory of Light in the prologue when Aludra is protecting the dragons from the attack. So she's got like all the townspeople together with her and they've barricaded themselves away and they're protecting the dragons. So she's protecting the townspeople and the townspeople are protecting the dragons, basically. And, uh, I think and Talmanis is protecting them? <laughs> is that what's happening? Right? Yeah, yeah okay. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Know. yeah. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah cool. I mean, I there's like, the, the fight. This is the same yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the same yeah, so fight, but Eludra's like... The whole point of that fight is we need to get the dragons. Like, we don't, we can't, the dragons can't fall into the, the, the shadow's hands. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it is, is definitely very is, much like a fighting for the light type of thing but i just feel like the act of like you know gathering people together protecting them and protecting this really important element of of the battle is is kind of you know it's just like a different thing it's not fighting yeah. but it's still really important how about um the fact that you know you're going to turn into zombies and kill each other and then be like, no, put us into the battle with Trollocs, but we'll die, and then we'll come back, and then we'll kill them again, and then we'll like come back. So you're saying the hinder step people hinder- are doing the lights work? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, they're like cursed, right? And how 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 best to take best advantage of that? <laughs> Matram Cawthon, it's good general, good general. He's very smart. Is Oh, uh, yeah, Brandon. Uh, gotta give it to Brandon there, I think. It's just like the Brandon, um, like sitting in like his office or whatever, being like, how can I make this really cool? And like, you know, <laughs> whatever. Like the nerd, the geek nerd in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's look at our list. We have quite the list. Yes. Um, the first one uh, is on Instagram from Taco Ryan Rioid. Um Do you think, who do you think put this? Who do you think, who, who do you think this is? I don't know. It says you have to include one of my favorite moments. So it's one. It's only one of them. But I really don't know. All right. You got to gotta commit. You got to commit. I'm going to say Jen. Uh, Jen, okay. Jen is uh, on Instagram a lot. So I think it's Jen. Yeah. I, I think it's Jen too. I, I My initial thought was Jen. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 And I love this moment. Jen is a, so it's Jen, Tom, Joe <laughs> is my like. Your order of who you think. Oh, no. I think I think Jen, Joe, Tom. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this is um, when Matt is in Celadar and he sees how um, Egwene is being treated as Amarlin by the Elder Aes Sedai and like not well. Mm-hmm. And um, and even though he like doesn't think she should be Amarlin, <laughs> he still like um, bows down to her yeah. and addresses her like, you know, in a really yeah. Um, yeah. Um, respectable manner and basically shows that yeah. you can't like, you know, you can't. Uh, be disrespectful mm-hmm. to a friend of mine, a two reverse person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and he's really yeah. extra about it too. Like he's he does he's, a he's very extra. flourishing <laughs> bow and makes a big huge deal about it. And yeah, 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 I love this scene. I I did think of this too um, as we were talking about it. And uh, yeah, I really love this scene. And Patrick Lightbody on Twitter also mentioned this scene as the first yes. thing that he thinks of. There's a lot of like Matt moments, you know, not a hero, mm. you know, not a lord. You know, that, 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 I think that whole thing of the whole concept of I'm not a hero mm-hmm. in, in some aspect, you know, bleeds into the light's work because you're doing things that are good, but you don't want any kind of credit for it. Mm-hmm. And that I think is a very, um, very light's work thing. All right. Mm-hmm. What, what do we have next? Yeah, so that was the only comment we got on Instagram. So switching over to Twitter, uh, we have a comment from our buddy Jeff, Scream and Spud Monkey. 
He mentions at the end of The Dragon Reborn when Perrin goes into the smithy and the blacksmith there seems to sense that Perrin needs something and just gives him tasks to do, gives him the resources and just lets Perrin do his thing and then later rewards him with a hammer, quote, for better times. Dermid Agila doing the lights work yeah. in Tyr. I could have never a, told a, you that name. Like, if you asked me what's the name of the blacksmith in Tyr, I would be like, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Dermid. <laughs> <laughs> Dermid sounds like a um, a bridge four person. No, that's Drahi. Sounds like yeah. Kermit to me. <laughs> <laughs> Drahi? There's like two names of people in Bridge Four that if you combine them, it becomes Dermid. Drahi okay. and. I don't know. Anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, I mean, we think of that moment. Uh, a lot of people mention that moment, right? Uh, the parent going to the smithy. But th- th- you don't remember that smith, that, mm. that blacksmith mm-hmm. that's there who helps? Yeah. At least I don't. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. th- there's a good way of uh, remembering. I don't think I'll, re- I'll ever not think of the blacksmith now when I think of that moment. Yeah. It's very generous yeah, sure. and very trusting. Like, I don't know yeah. that everybody would have been, like, this random stranger coming in and, like, using my stuff. Like, you would be, like, afraid maybe they would break your stuff or they don't know what they're doing yeah. but he like i feel like doesn't this happen with um sauron and rings of power sorry um just spoiled um the guy the halbrand he in the oh the, yeah the, i totally thought of perrin in that scene in rings of power yeah, when he yeah, goes yeah, and yeah, he yeah. starts working because he misses yeah. it or whatever yeah 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 <laughs> in lotharian no, lotharian no this is not lotharian it's the other one not the elves one oh. the human version of no, it's not the human version of lotharian but like the where you the don't die yeah. we're not you where you don't die but like numenor numenor, numenor yes numenor. no numenor <laughs> <laughs> as as wow. they would say <laughs> um Anyway, so um, Rob at uh, Valkyrie's talk and Salia uh, came up uh, with this one, which is a really good one, where um, Almond Bunt, as all men would do, um, <laughs> how um, helped um, Ran and Matt um, to to Kaelin, you know, even though he had just like you know kind of heard that they could be dark friends or thieves or just you know that there might be. Um, uh, it might be a risk or something to him mm-hmm. to 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 help, but he did and uh, got them there. So you know, and 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 there was many there are many other people along that journey mm-hmm. that Salia mentioned that there are other Andorran, you know, farmers and people who 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 helped them along the way. In many many chapters of traveling <laughs> on Camelin Road, <laughs> many farmers, oh, many inns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. Almond Bunt I think is the best of them. Like because one of them turned out to be a dark friend or something, or one of them was like yeah. a jerk, but like. Almond Bunt was like really nice and helped them. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, um, how does um, Rand repay that? He comes back and gives him like an apple mm-hmm. several books later. Yeah. yeah. So that's like, you know, giving back Yeah. to the farmer. Uh, so we also have Sulin mentions Min keeping Herod Fell's note that says, don't bring the girl too pretty. I don't remember her keeping this note. Does she keep it? Like, how do we find out that she keeps it? She probably, like, refers to it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, she probably refers to it. And probably, like, we don't know of, of this note until after. Mm, it might be. Maybe until after he dies, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you might be right. Yeah. Um, just, I mean, just, like, her love for him is, like, really sweet. Like, she yeah. really... I mean, basically, Min wants to be him. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. They yeah, bond over their Min love did... of books yeah. and nerdery yeah yeah although like i feel like you know this is where the whole min division comes in where you like min could have become herod fell right she could have been like dean of the school of randall thor or whatever mm-hmm. uh, Rand was doing right and she she wasn't but um yeah although like not that she had she was a scholar mm-hmm. she's like navani <laughs> Although Navani Dear Navani, you are a scholar. <laughs> Love Ravoniel. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in this case, like Min is actually not a scholar. No, she's not. But she's smart <laughs> she, and she likes books. She's smart. 
But so if Min spent six books or four books being like, I'm not a scholar. <laughs> I can't tell people what to do. I'd be like, yeah, I agree with you. It's true. It's true. As opposed to a leading artifabrian. Um, anyways. <laughs> I, we can't escape the Cosmere. This is just going to be At, forever. On next week's episode, <laughs> we'll have the lights work in the Cosmere. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's just going to gradually devolve into that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, So Ashokova um, uh, mentions, um, you know, uh, the Two Rivers battle, the Havens and the Shadow Rising. Are you sure you're qualified to talk about this one? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I was like, (laughs) I was like, I totally remember all of this really well. A lot of people are like, oh, the Shadow Rising, we're going to have so much of that in season three because we get the Two Rivers. I'm like, yeah, cool. But anyways, um, when Perrin um, tells, hey, Fael, hey, go away. Don't um, be part of the battle, you know, so you can be safe. But she instead um, comes back with the Watch Men and um, basically comes back. She saves the day. At first light on the fir- <laughs> fifth day at dawn, look to the east. <laughs> and it's the, the, the men of Watch Hill coming down to the two rivers at the battles of Helm's Deep. No, at the battles of the two rivers <laughs> in the Shadow Rising. Yeah. That's one of my favorite scenes. I love that so much. I cry every time when she comes to save him. Cool. And they, and they have like a reunion. It's very emotional. <laughs> You're like, it does nothing for me. <laughs> I don't remember it. You don't I'm even not going to lie. I, I, wow. don't, I don't remember it. I don't remember it. <laughs> Um, Rob has a really good narration of this. I'm going to put the link in our comments because um, he narrates this scene. And it's, if you don't cry listening to that, then there's something wrong with you. Yeah, there's something wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. All right. I don't know. Maybe it's also the fact that, you know, like, I don't know the first time I read it, right? So I don't remember that. Um, but have knowing the outcome of the story i think the second time i read it it doesn't like hit as much to me mm. maybe that's what it is hmm. and also something about battle and like you know people coming clutch in battle is usually not something i like find too not heroic but just don't it's too big mm. in, in in a way versus when it's like personal and this is the one-on-one kind of thing. Yeah, I'm such a sucker for people coming in and saving the day at the last moment. I love that. So like, much. okay, so 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 what I there's this part uh, again, strong words of radiance spoilers. Um, so do we have um, to? No, we have to. We have to do this. This is important. This is the duel. So Cal, um, Adolin. Oh, says, honor I, is I, I dead, but I will do something. Yes. I'll do the best yes. I can. This is the, or see yes. what I can do. This is, <laughs> yeah, this is you know, where, where Dalinar asks everyone, you know, and like no one's helping him. Mm. And then he's just there and he's, he's like, my son's going to die. And then he like, there's like, I mean, the way Michael Kramer does this, it's like he, you hear this voice just behind him. He's like, you know, honor is dead. But, you know. Um, but I'll see I'll what do, I can uh, do. Uh, I can do it. And then he like jumps. He in. jumps. I mean, he like vaults over the. Yeah. I love that. I mean, there's like <laughs> four shard bearers, mm-hmm. five, including at Adolin, and he has a spear. I mean, it's that is. Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll add that to the list for next week. Lights work <laughs> in the Cosmere. In the Stormlight Archive. Yeah. Um, so what's next? So next we have Andrew Lawson, who writes about, oh, Elaine. Yes, I love this moment. Um, in The Shadow Rising, Rand tries to give Elaine a gift of a flower made from feathers. And he couldn't channel correctly, so he just, like, gave up. But she was, like, very sweet with him. And she showed appreciation anyway. And then what I love the most, though, is you find out way later in whatever book, whatever book they finally do it in. I forget which one that is. When they bond him and then they. But you find out that she kept the feathers all along and like she has them. And then I think she 
she makes them into a flower and like puts it on Rand's pillow or something. I forget exactly, but it's very sweet. It's probably like four months later. <laughs> it was, it's, it's like ten books later. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's, not, it's probably it's not, not four much. months. Yeah. It's not four months, but it's like not, <laughs> not that. But it's in like real life. It's fifteen years later for the next book to come out, <laughs> or like the whatever book. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, uh, yeah, no, totally. Um, Elaine, Elaine is a very, Elaine would be a very strong like, you know, if you're like, which person does like the most lights work elaine would be a very uh very high on that list yeah because um there's this you know there's always this thing where you know a royal person you know that kind of person doing you know they have just more chances to just be a douchebag (laughs) so when they're not a douchebag (laughs) it's actually good it's like it just hits harder (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. she shows a lot of kindness uh and level-headedness and warmth and yeah, yeah, she's definitely a champion, she's a warm person for champion sure. of the light's work, Elaine. Yes. Um, so the next one is from Lanfear, Lanfear Chosen, um, uh, <laughs> who says, I made myself cry when I warned Luzthern about leaving Kalandor by itself in the shadows ri- Shadow Rising. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, Lanfear... The, uh, moments of Lanfear helping the light. <laughs> um, sure, this is one where I don't know if this is the light's work, but uh, in a way, yeah, uh, you know, it well, is for herself. But it would have, you know, Rand would have. Um, R- Rand eventually didn't listen and did finally get Kalandor and killed a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. She does help him quite a bit in the Shadow Rising, like. When the Trollocs attack, she helps during that battle. Yeah, the Shadow Rising, yep. Yep. But yeah, we did say one of the criteria was making people cry in a good way. So I guess if Lanfear almost cried, then that's definitely the light's work. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, oh, wow. I didn't even realize <laughs> that part of it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So next we have a Radiopedia at Best First Chair. And they write... The flower Aerith gives to Loyal that he keeps forever. Aww. <laughs> Why are cool. you... Like, you have no soul. <laughs> just completely blank face. I mean, that's just... Like, that's just, that's just rom- romance. <laughs> I don't know. What's like, wrong sure, with romance? Work. No, no. It's, I'm talking about light's work, you know? I'm like, light's work in the... Tr- in um. the and and it's it's great. No, it, I think it it, it is delightful for sure. It's sentimental. Uh, yes, it is. I'm not saying it's not, but I think it is. Um, it's no trash flower. <laughs> <laughs> it's not but the no, same as the I trash think. flower. Yeah. <laughs> but although for Ogier to to do that, I think it is. Um, there is meaning there for sure. Why? Yeah. Why for Ogier I don't know. in particular? Like, cause, cause tree singing or like flowers. Oh, there's yeah, like yeah. you know deeper meaning there. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brother Zachariah, Zachariah Yancey, um, and Sawyer. Uh, Sawyer sent quite a, a list, so we, um, we've included a few of these here. Um, talk about how Rand um, uh, fell off the wall and all the king's men and women. Um, no, that's <laughs> Humpty Dumpty. Um, uh, Elaine took care of Rand's. Ran's ouchies, basically, and, t- and mended him, and um, provided first aid. She did. There, it's it's no it's it's no um, healing a <laughs> Shadar Lagoth dagger dagger wounds yeah uh, wound <laughs> yeah yeah. We have Grant Krawchik who says during the middle four ish books without Min, I don't know how Rand would have developed. So do you feel like Min does the light's work by helping Rand? She tries. She tries. I don't think she she succeeds. Would Rand have been worse? I don't know. I think Rand was pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I think Catswain did the light's work. I really did. I re- I, I'm sorry. People don't agree with this, but <sighs> without Catswain, the boy, the boy didn't have to smile. The boy had to smile. Uh, she did it in a bad way, but um, she's not trauma informed. 
No, hey, I'm. Hey, I don't know what, what books you're reading, but these people, they're not perfect at all by any means. And if you don't like a certain way of if a certain character does certain things, um, I don't like how Nynaeve does things. Yeah. But a lot of people are like, no, Nynaeve's totally fine. You know, she, 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 um, she does it from a better place or whatever. I, like, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, Cat Swain um, is clearly has problems <laughs> but um it's, it's a similar kind of thing right like how do you help someone in, in in the position that rand's in and min does an amazing job so yeah she definitely does the lights work yeah this is why i don't think that min is a sexy lamp i think that her emotional support of rand is extremely important and yeah, to, just as a companion there right, right? i mean something she chooses to do you know, so it's not like she's not becoming like lame or like bad by taking care of him. Like it was her choice to do that. And like, yeah, she could also stab people or she could become a scholar. But like, that's not what she wanted to do. She wanted to be there for him. So that's why I love Min. Well, there's many reasons I love her, but that's one of them. And books and daggers. Books and daggers. All right, so Jack, grumpy old, old man. So what do you try to do here? I think you went with um, looking at our definition and picking characters that do that. So doing random acts of kindness or sentimentality. Elaine and her candy and coins. Candy. Um, candy and coins. It, so it sounds mm. like a very Elaine thing to do, yeah. giving candy yeah. and coins. Yeah. Um, but yes, I mean, we, we kind of just did touch upon how Elaine would be that person who shows that kind of sentimentality and kindness mm -hmm. um, and then you know going above and beyond Matt again <laughs> in a very not a selfish way but in a like reluctant way yeah he'll complain that, that the whole time be, but he'll yeah, exactly. do what he needs yeah. to do yeah yeah and then not take credit for it mm -hmm. so like you know so so if it was he was complaining and then took credit for it then it he'd be like that that would be bad but he complains all the way but he doesn't take credit for it so i think that's where like mm -hmm. the, it's a, it's a, it's a um it's a character not a trait it's just a characteristic it's a personality thing and then uh the last thing making someone cry Mo moraine post spire post spire does he mean the tower post of genji tower yeah, yeah maybe tower of genji but I, one of my favorite moments is when, like, Rand sees Moraine again. Mm, yeah. And just, like, falls down. Yeah. yeah. He, he, like, falls down on his knees. It's, like, no one, like, it's kind of funny because, like, you could you could argue that Swan and Land should have, like, a stronger, or maybe even Tom, you know. Or whatever, you know? There are more people that are, there are people who, whom Moraine is more important to. Mm. Yeah. Um, then Rand. Yeah. But uh, we we see it from you know there because it's more important I guess for the story mm -hmm. at that time. Yeah. But um, just you know, yeah. I think that was like the final thing for for that needed to come together for Rand. Um, right. To be able to do that because it's you know she's the first name on his list. Right. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I don't know if it's Moraine doing the lights work there, like. The results, I think, is a very lights work moment, but I don't know. Being alive. <laughs> I mean, she does take the steps to get herself rescued by writing that letter and everything, but I don't know. Which the elephant tell her. Right. So uh, I'll still give her credit for it, I guess. I mean, Moraine. Yeah, because it's Moraine. <laughs> Moraine's doing the lights work for a very long time. Yes. Yeah. Okay, uh, next we have Drab at Drab Shadow, and uh, he mentions uh, in Knife of Dreams, and I had to look this up because I did not remember this, but this is a very small but sweet moment. I don't know if I would call it sweet, but um, it's kind of sad. But in Tear, Min has a vision that these two young beggars that interact with Rand are going to die. It's not 100% clear that's what she sees, but, like, context clues, Rand is, like, 
looking at Min's body language and is like, oh, she must have had like a really bad vision about them. Uh, and then later Rand specifically asks Darlin to find these two kids and provide for them and like watch over them, even though they're probably going to die. And like a lot of people are starving, including them. Um, and like Darlin's doing what he can to feed people. But Rand is like, no, there's these two kids. You need to specifically take care of them. Yes. Um, so it was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then um, there's this Rand thread that Talia um, he, uh, uh, asked people <laughs> on, on Twitter where uh, she was like, you know, Rand does a lot of things mm-hmm. that are, you know, acts of kindness uh, towards like um, the poor and people in need mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. Um, so there's one uh, dark, dark one's ad advocate um um uh, sally's brother <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> uh, says, <laughs> uh cutting taxes in tier mm-hmm. um yes you know a tax good tax break um <laughs> that's just funny that's just funny uh, your your next candidate in politics did the lights work because they cut taxes um <laughs> What he did for Bandar Iban after his revelation on Dragon Mount. Dragon Mount of Epiphany. What does he do? was before. What does he do for Bandar Iban? I don't even remember. I thought he goes there before and he... he, There's something about a lot of like um, bad food. Oh. There's something about really bad food and like he like... He goes there and somehow like all the food gets better or something. I could be wrong. Something like that. I I remember something like that. I remember the other part where he's like gonna kill everyone when he's like in the Shanchen controlled areas. There's like that's but I think that's pre Dragon Mount Epiphany. Hmm. Um okay. anyways. Um there's uh Shane Sweeney, um at uh, Shane Tu Cow says uh, he also creates schools that are open to all with no class monetary restrictions. Yes, that's huge. Yes. Um, yeah, the Randall Thor um, um, schools mm-hmm. of, you know, whatever. Uh, there's this cool name to it, right? Does it have a name? I don't remember. Yeah, it's, it's a really cool name to it. Um, I always remember. I think about Karian schools, yeah. Uh, Winespring um, mentions making apples grow in Towers of Midnight. Yes, mm-hmm. so with the and what we talked about with um, er, all men. Um, also soaking the desert. It's a Ruidian? Is that is that? Uh, no. Al Al Kerdal. Oh no 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 yes Ruidian because he f- doesn't he like find the water underground yeah. and like yeah. brings it yeah. up somehow yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Bear Twenty Two, Theodora Bear. <laughs> this is funny. This is uh, actually. I mean, this is like. Yeah, I mean, you have to right? read this one, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So, so he's like, he freed all the captives in Natrin's barrow, <laughs> and this is followed by um, uh, Alec Guinness, not Alec McGuinness, um, as Obi Wan Kenobi. As a force ghost, yes, he dies in episode four. Star Wars spoilers. Um, Star Wars spoilers, yeah. Sorry. Um, and he's, it's, the gif shows him talking. Um, and the caption says, from a certain point of view. <laughs> from a certain point of view, he freed all the captains. I mean, Natron's Barrow was basically Grendel slave mind yeah. whatever like these right. are people who are like like they were never going to recover from the level of yeah. compulsion that she used on yeah them. so so yeah so you know in a way yeah <laughs> in a way he freed all those captives yeah but does it count like was of... that part of his intention though like does it count as the lights no, work if no. that's not what it's, you're intending no that to was do? mass murder <laughs> yeah right like yeah like his goal was to kill grendel like he wasn't like let me put these people out of their misery it was like no let me just yeah bail fire everyone yeah yeah i mean it does you know there are ways that rand showed mercy you know mm-hmm. uh, fedwin more uh, fedwin uh, more mm-hmm. maybe? maybe 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 debatable Debatable, yeah. but you know, similar, similar, similar thing. Mm-hmm. You could almost argue, right, mm-hmm. where he freed the captives at Nedrin's Sparrow. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, and then the last one um, is a fan, C. Herzog Real, uh, talks about taking care of refugees, sending bread and supplies, forcing nobles to obey the same laws as the poor. So, like, a lot of, like, you know, they have to pay taxes and, you know, like, mm -hmm. like you know, the, the whole class system um, being um, put right. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Rand, Rand, Rand does do the lights work. Yes, he does. Other, other than the lights work. Right. All right. So we also got a lot of great responses on our Discord server. So Melindra started things off with a couple examples. She mentions New Spring Chapter 7. Morel goes and finds an ointment for Swan and Moraine after Elida's quote-unquote lessons. So that's like a small what thing. What does that like, mean? Huh? You don't know what that means? <laughs> did you not did you not read New Spring either? Or are you just being New Spring was so hard to read. Really? I like New Spring. I like the small version of New Spring. Oh, okay. The the longer version of New Spring, I was like Wait, did I even read this? Yeah. Because I ha and I didn't because it's like Catswain's in it somehow now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the, the, the first one didn't have Catswain. No, no, it's a good book. It's it's actually really good. Um, it's just um, the way I like to read it is in chronological order. So after Crossroads, and it's always like you read Crossroads and New Spring, and it's always like not the best time to read it. I think. I think if you read it at a certain other time, it might be better. Yeah. I think it, yeah. Well, anyway, I think, like, just a small thing like that, like a, a small comfort trying to help mm -hmm. somebody, uh, I think yeah. is always a really nice thing. Uh, she mentions, anytime Matt just up and rescues people, begrudgingly, of course, yes. Yeah. And then she mentioned about someone leaving a tray of food uh, for someone after a long day, and through powers of discussion, uh, we found out that it was um, Chaisa. Someone in Saladar, right? In Saladar, right. always leaving a hot yeah. tray of food for her, no matter how or when. For Egwene. For right? Egwene. Yes, for yeah. Egwene. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And someone... I, I, I don't know I love I... Saladar. I, I really... Like, Saladar yeah. is like... Huh. Anything Saladar afterwards, Egwene, it's like so good. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I'm not a huge, like, I, I'm indifferent to Egwene before that, just because I think she's, like, not herself, and I just feel like after Salador, she's herself. I don't know what that means, but, you know, I, I just, she's just true to herself. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but um, Melindra pointed out that she must have, that Chaisa, this servant lady must have kept like switching the food yeah, to keep yeah, it fresh yeah, and exactly. warm like that <laughs> yeah. takes a lot of effort to make sure that Egwene yeah. always had hot food yeah. yeah I mean you know like making sure you like help massage someone's migraine away that's pretty nice <laughs> the too. migraine that you caused <laughs> <laughs> yeah that doesn't count <laughs> no uh, and then um, Jeff talks about um um matt in um in ibu dar um offers elaine the foxhead medallion mm. um when she's gonna go face the black Aja. i don't remember this i feel like matt would like not ever want to do that so i don't know if it was as straightforward as matt giving it away or Elaine was going to do something really bad and dumb and Matt was like, at least take this or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might have been. I think that that sounds more accurate. But Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like Matt is not. But doesn't Matt he. Matt was very. Doesn't he give it away again in the last battle? Doesn't he give it to Galad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, but that's different. I mean, by that time, Matt is like. Like fully realized, you know, <laughs> and well, not just that he is like a bloody lord, 
<laughs> and a bloody hero. <laughs> like, like at that point, he's like not fighting those things anymore. Yeah, but also, uh, but, still. but he does give it to um, Elaine to make copies, right? Yes. Eventually, and I remember how hard it was for him to do that. So that's why I, I just remembering like this part, and I'm like, huh. Mm. He was that e- eager to give it away, but I mean, I can't again. Matt, Matt would do that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Melindra also mentioned the Battle of the Two Rivers, women circling around. Oh, surrounding the Tuathon. I don't remember the Tuathon being there, but I remember the Two Rivers women that were protecting the the younger kids and the babies and stuff. Maybe the Tuathon. I mean, the Tuathon wouldn't be fighting, so it would yeah. be in that inner. I guess there were. Circle. Yeah, weren't they like nearby or something? Yeah, I think they were there. So we also had a few people mention Matt adopting Olver. Uh, so uh, Silvertooth uh, mentions even before that he stops a couple of lords from beating him and then teaches them a lesson. And then when he learns that Olver is an orphan, he gets him a hot meal and a bath and then they adopt him. Salia also mentioned that in her DM, um, but the also running back to Ebodar to find Olver when the Shanshan attack. And mm-hmm. then uh, Winespring on Twitter also mentioned that um, taking Olver in, but also giving money to poor kids in the Dragon Reborn. Yeah, I, I think... What a good um, guy. I, well, I mean, yeah, Matt, <laughs> but also the band of the Red Hand, right? Like, yeah. I mean, sure, you know, it's a bunch of men in an army, so Olver's not getting the best um, nurturing environment hey, as a child. Hey, men can be nurturers too. No, no. <laughs> the the well-rounded nurturing environment that um, um, it, it, this is not a men. This is about being in an army oh. environment. Yes, you know that's that's a big thing because it's, it's not only men, right? There's I'm sure there's women there too. There's no women in the band of the Red Hand. No, not that I remember. I'm sure there are. But well, I mean, like you know, like should be wives and girlfriends, right? <laughs> like yeah, uh, partners. Guess. Yeah. What? Wags. Why would they travel with the army? I don't know. Isn't that what nor- how, how, what normally happens? Really? No, I don't know. I don't Only think so. Only the Alethi do that? I think the Alethi do that. Because <laughs> no one can write. No. <laughs> Men can't write. This is like the, the, the dumbest choice. Not the dumbest choice as a culture, I feel like. You yeah. know, in, in, it's like <laughs> Let's have half of our like, people not be literate. <laughs> Makes no sense. It's like it's like, yeah. But anyways, but um. So uh, the fact that um, that you know, being in that environment, the 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 band was also um did a lot to you know raise a kid. You know, mm-hmm. um that. But yeah, Matt did show a lot of that initiative towards one kid. I'm sure there are many other kids that may have had similar experiences within that environment. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, so Roof Mistress Leia um, mentioned that when oh oh really it, it's basically um, that same moment but from a different kind of standpoint when Moraine walks into the tent um, in the field of Merylor mm-hmm. um, and Nynaeve just hugs her you know basically um, shows her um, gratitude in a way right mm-hmm. you know the fact that um, and I think it's from parents' perspective and. Perrin was like, what is going on? <laughs> like, he would expect Perrin and I need to just, you know, start um, not doing that, but doing the opposite. And yeah, just so I think Nynaeve finally accepting that Moraine had always been on their side. And, um, you know, showing... I think that 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 was one of the my favorite Nynaeve moments, too. Mm-hmm. Because it shows, like, you know, the arc of how Nynaeve had... Um, grown mm-hmm. from the fact that maybe she always thought that Moraine was, you know, helping and was important for them, but actually showing that emotion in the right way. Yeah, was 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 yeah, totally. I like that a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think to a certain extent. Well, to a large extent, in general, Nynaeve learned to swallow her pride a bit. And in this moment, I think she's doing that and learning that there's greater issues in the world than, like, the problems she had with Moraine before and is now seeing the bigger picture and appreciating everything that she did for 
the people Nynaeve cares about. Um, and Leia said, yeah. so much unspoken in such a simple hug. Yeah, no, totally. I think, I think you know, we, we, we as the reader realize, you know, the importance of Moraine. Uh, I think Nynaeve, the character, probably realizes how important Moraine was for all these people around her mm-hmm. after she was gone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We may not see it or she may not talk about it a lot in her POVs mm-hmm. in those books, but that hug tells you that. Yeah. Leia also mentions uh, another moment that's one of my favorites. I think I wrote about this in an article. Um, it's when Fayil holds like this little ceremony um, to honor the Shido who, like, helped them in a way even though they were holding them captive in Ma- uh what's it called i want to say malden but that's it is, malden. is it malden isn't there yeah. a malden massachusetts too <laughs> wow that just totally confused me for a minute um yeah yeah so i guess i go to malden to my like favorite burger place oh is that where your favorite burger yeah <laughs> yeah it's a good thing parents saved like, it <laughs> yeah well i don't know I, I keep seeing Roland's dead body. Yeah, don't drink the water at the burger place. It's probably poisoned. Or it has yeah. fork root in it. I guess that doesn't matter for you. <laughs> what do you mean? What? I can't be a channeler. Oh. Does it work on male channelers too? What, what do you mean? I can't challenge Sidar? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Um, okay, so I guess I didn't remember this. It, it should, right? Fork root on, on It Sankey? should, but I don't think they ever mention that in the books, okay, do all they? Right. All right. Yeah. I don't know. Um, anyway, I didn't remember this part, but Leia says that Bane and Chiad actually gather the little mementos that Fael and her group end up burning during this ceremony. And uh, she says that this is the light's work for Bane and Chiad because it's pushing the limits of them being Gaishane, um, but they knew that the ceremony was important to their friends and they felt obliged to help with their healing. So that's cool. I mean, I think the whole thing, like the ceremony itself too, as a way of that group sort of recovering from what happened to them and mourning these people who sort of took care of them and in their own way were important to them and then to kind of help each other move on but then also Bane and Chiad helping with that yeah no totally um is that a shatter rising like no no this no, is no gathering this storm is, this is a gathering storm mm-hmm. this is the Chafail stuff no it's not Chafail it's not Chafail no 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 right? it's Fail. well I guess Arella Arella and Lasile are in Chafail right? yeah. yeah 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 um but it's not really about Chafail no it's not it's not um uh Forkrude indeed affects male and female channelers um it affects any um one power true source access however um true power we don't know if, we don't know if it affects true power are you reading this from theory land this is this no, like a I'm question not, robert jordan answered <laughs> no, no it is not from theory land it is um I th- it's from the books oh. apparently okay um, it's from Knife of Dreams. I have to I have to actually look. But this is on the um, the wiki. Oh, okay, cool. The wiki has it, and I trust the wiki. But if someone has specifics, uh, let us know. So, so yeah. Um, Jeff had another, had another one. Um, uh, it talked about Damer Flynn, and we kind of mentioned you know Damer. I think we mentioned Damer, um, who was a soldier. Was you know he was injured. He saw a lot of people die. And he was like, I need to figure out how to help people and heal people. And he uh, became a great healer. Basically, you know, he became the naive of the Sidene channelers. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that is, you know, definitely lights work. Yellow Aja moment yeah yellow aja is like automatically lights work is that it is it i, I think don't know. so is that it yeah i think that was the last one so yeah uh, that is uh, quite the list I, again you know not exhaustive 
in any way but um you know a lot of different um ways different characters have done the lights work um and um there's many more so if you do uh, after you've uh, listened to this episode you're like oh i remember there's that one thing um yeah let us know um you know in any of these um, threads that we have in our discord or um twitter um and um uh, we'd love to hear from you um do you have a favorite fandom moment <laughs> why did you say it like that <laughs> i don't know <laughs> uh yes i did uh so on threefold talk this week uh rufus or slaya like killed it with her research and she she does this and i think this is a way she does the lights work quite often by really doing her homework and in-depth researching things that she's interested in and then sharing that with other people so she did a lot of research on uh the costumes in the wheel of time and she's really interested in that and um on the episode this week we talked about the costumes and we got to see uh some interviews with Sharon, the costume designer that we had not yet seen, uh, which was really exciting. So I think just fandom in general, kind of learning new info about the show and um, getting to see these interviews that happened in Prague was really cool. But what was, I thought, really special about that moment was that Tweeter of Chaos was in chat pretty much almost the whole time that night and was interacting and just showing a lot of appreciation for Leia and her commentary. And I just thought that was really nice. I mean, again, we keep talking about how Twitter of Chaos is really engaged with the fandom and just the fact that they took the time to watch a live stream and show their support in that way um, was really special. So that was my favorite fandom moment. You know what? We should ask the Twitter of Chaos what's their favorite lights work moment from the books. We should. Yeah. We should. When this comes out, we'll ask them. Yeah. From the books and the show. Why not? Yeah. 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 I think that's uh, a good question to ask. Um, I'm sure they have a good book one. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. No, that's, um, um, you know, just anytime anyone shows like, you know, their hardcore friend, Fan freakish, freakishness, freakiness, freakiness. I thought you were gonna say freakery. <laughs> freakery, freakery. <laughs> Hardcore fan freakery. Um, it's pretty cool. It's always yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, I think that's 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 yeah. Um, uh, mine is um, uh, it is fandom related because I think it's uh, it's a tweet from not someone in the fandom. It's their um they're at slim underscore ma97 um and they asked on twitter what you all get bullied about as a kid crying emoji and eyes emoji mm-hmm. and then what i saw on my uh, timeline was a lot of people in the community from twitter time mentioning um that and just sharing you know so that's always a you know a great um thing to see when people are feel safe enough in our um community to share you know these things um when you know it's pretty um um hard things or difficult things that they've um experienced in their life that um i would imagine in some people's mind um that they might not have shared or might not have shared to a group like this before but the, the fact that they can again i'm speaking for people now maybe they have shared <laughs> it with many people before but the fact that they, sh- they shared it with um um our community is just, it was great to see and continue to to see uh, people um you know show that um i'm not particularly gonna mention any one but i think there's um if you're in the fandom and on twitter um you may have seen some of these and they're just um um wonderful to see yeah i think we've talked about how the fandom gives people that safe space but also that a lot of people in the fandom have that in common you know being book Mm -hmm. nerds being introverts automatically is often something that 
makes you an easy target for bullying. But I also know the books have been like a refuge and an escape for many people. So I think just I, I've heard many people in the fandom, you know, have that in common and, and share about that and get support. And that's really cool. I only saw maybe one of those, so I'm going to have to go back and scroll through and, and find more. I, I feel like I definitely saw two, but I definitely saw more than two. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I could, there's only Probably two by the time, I mean, it, the one I saw was just today, so maybe by the time this episode comes out, yeah. there'll be more, because it does tend to, like, snowball. Yeah, no, I, again, it's just... Um, it's just good to to see people share. Yeah. It's always good. Yeah. Sharing is good. Uh, we don't have any new, uh, like, patrons or anything, but we did have a shout-out this week, didn't we? Yes. From Down Under. <laughs> God. <laughs> so we got a, a message in uh, on our website in response to... Um, our discussion of the Boxing Day test match, again, which is cricket, for people who don't know, sports sports stuff, um, that I, I think mentioned a couple of weeks ago. Yes, like. in yeah. episode and, 56, um, I think. So, so, yeah, so what did we get? Yeah, so we got this really nice message from Alex Barker. And he wrote to us that we do have at least one Australian listener although he is about to move to Japan. And um, he offered us the option to have him be a tour guide uh, if, if, uh, if we ever make it to the Boxing Day test. It was really sweet. Yeah, that's, that was really... Um, no, that's uh, definitely... I'm not, I, I don't not like bucket list you know that's like a weird concept in my head uh, uh to have but it's just one of the things that i, I always thought i think is really cool um and the thing about so, some of these things is like no i want to go to eat every boxing day test ever <laughs> so it's like um that's just not possible um but yeah um that is just uh, a very nice um email to have woken up to um yeah. And uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you for reaching out. All right, that's it. What else do you have? Do you have anything else? No, that's all. All right, I think that's that's it for our episode um, this week. Um, and please join us next week for an in-depth review of the light's work in the Stormlight Archive. Can't wait. Life before death. But if you like what we do, please join us um, on social media. We're on Twitter at LightsworkPod, on Instagram at TheLightsWork. We also have TheLightsWork.com um, and uh, some cool merch on there. And if you want to find out if we've made appearances on other podcasts or other, you know, content, we have a, a section yeah. on that because we're extra like that. We have a new guest appearances page. Yes. Um so and uh if you're you know willing able want to uh, please support us on patreon but yes please please follow us please like review all of the above and um until next time it is now your turn to go out into the world and do the lights work the lights work is a wheel of time fandom podcast hosted by anas and grace the lights work is in no way affiliated with the children of the light Please leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice. Follow us on social media or sponsor us on Patreon.